Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, Matthew, and I got my two friends and two little black boxes, Ryan and Scott. How are you guys doing? I'm doing all right. You didn't give me time to do a quip. Yeah, no, it wasn't clever. I was I like, I was well, like, drop it. Drop the quip now. Now. Dude. Well, I don't know what we're supposed to be talking about today. So, <laughs> how about that? That would make three of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get on that, I'm going to drop a little bit of surprise for both of you. What? So, Scott, what's your bright spot? Oh, fuck off. No. Okay, fine. That's fair. I like it. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of tired today. Your bright spot is you're tired. Got it. No, that means there is no bright spot. Everything's dark. <laughs> Everything's dark. He doesn't know butted the living shit out of you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fucking hey, this ain't improv. We're not the upright citizen brigade. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, how about you? What is your bright spot? Um, I don't know. I found another car- deck building card game that I like called Griftlands. It's like, oh, cool. It's it's like Slay the Spire, but it's more story focused, and also you can. It's important to do negotiation mm-hmm. as well as fight. So I, I've been enjoying that a lot. So there's that. Uh, my bright spot is uh, I got to i got to watch all of sweet tooth i'll talk about that in patron content For sure. uh, but it was really good i enjoyed it i enjoyed myself when i it had an entire day of doing nothing like like negative things i was <laughs> anti-productive that's awesome yeah it's a good day it's very good very good um but since we're not going to really go over gaming because there's no been no great revelation unless ryan you want to share something about uh your game I mean, my my characters are taking a two month break in Icewind Dale while they wait for you know na- normal nature to take its course and them not to be trapped in because of snow. <laughs> ice. Yeah, ice and snow. So the world, but the world keeps turning while they're while they're in there. So I've I've got lots of fun. Oh yeah, they did meet Il- they did meet Ilmater. Uh, Ilmater did show up uh, to bestow upon their the paladin a. Uh, a revelation and then immediately get headlocked and dragged away by by torm and put in okay. god prison because no, not god prison he said a no no oh interesting this is complicated now it is complicated whenever i heal here el mater i think tom mater from, <laughs> from the cars oh uh, he's, he's the he's the truck he's the redneck truck Oh, 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 Mater. oh Mater. Mater. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's just forgotten realms Jesus, though. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, that's Ilmater because he's the god of suffering. Ilmater is literally forgotten realms Jesus. Yep. yep. He's the god Except of... it makes the whole thing makes a whole lot more sense in the forgotten realms because magic is real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I started, I got picked up uh, Solastar Crown of the Magister or Celesta Crown of the Magister or whatever it is. The yeah, how is that? 5e cc thing that's not Baldur's gate but it it'll do <laughs> uh it's okay i mean it's it's um it's the srd like it sure is the srd <laughs> um everything so we're like, legally allowed to put in this we have pretty much um and it's like it's you know obviously an indie project so it's not super glitzy or glamoury but it it's functional i mean like I, i've gone through some of the tutorial stuff and it, it is straight up D, like it's some D shit like cool. everything that, everything you do at the table you do there excellent that sounds neat so uh yeah we'll see i mean it, it seems very like the story seems like very generic fantasy um you know you have to explore an ancient ruin and like you know, there's like a council of various nations that are all kind of 
working together, but not really working together. And you got to do faction shit. Yeah, do dungeons. Dungeons. Dragon. There might be a dungeon dragon in there. Who knows? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, um, the cool thing about it, at least what I like, is um, since they don't really have like much of the way of story, um, they do just like they have some pre-generated characters, but you can just straight up uh, make and manage every single one of your party members. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, and they all just sort of, sort of have like generic personalities, but they actually, it is one thing is really cool is like you have personality traits, and that like makes micro changes to the things that they say and the way that they do things. Oh neat! Like they like it inflects how they how how your characters act through these very very cookie cutter um, cutscenes and conversations. So it's a little like you can like seeing the differences between the various characters that I've made. You can tell like, oh, okay, these are these through essential procedural changes. They have somewhat distinct personalities, um, which is interesting. It's an interesting way of doing it. Yeah, that's that's cool. It looks like they while they did use the SRD and all that, it looks like they did put effort into making it distinct and and incorporate a little bit more complexity in their characters yeah and they've made their they've made like their own like subclasses and uh who knows there might be more stuff coming down the pipe as it as it gets popular and there might be dlc to like because it's only a limited limited amount of classes like there's Mm. no uh, i think it's like fighter cleric ranger wizard uh rogue Mm -hmm. i think is it it. early release or is it totally out it's out it's 1.0 okay Excellent. I'll put a link in the show notes. So it's fun. It, I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll scratch your itch. Good. While you wait for Baldur's Gate 3 to actually release. Whenever whenever that is. Uh, I mean, my guess would be October, like a full year in early, in early access, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, at full price is taking the piss just a little bit. But, you yeah. know. I, I don't I don't I don't buy early access games, dog. I'm not going to be your good. beta tester. Well, uh, well, actually, we're going to roll right into the news because that's going to be the episode today. We have a lot to go over. A lot of stuff has happened in the last couple weeks, and so we want to deal with it. Uh, one of the things, and because I knew this off the top of my head, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, we basically got, the, they're releasing the Bard class, I believe, for Baldur, Baldur's Gate 3. Are they? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I yeah. know another one of the, another one is going to do the Bard class also. Yeah, another one of these high fantasy, you know. Uh, in other news, there's a lot. Where should we start, fellas? I don't know. Pick one. All right, all right. Round around it goes. Which will stop? Nobody knows. Uh, we are going to go with. Oh my! Uh, I think the top. We'll start with a bang. Exalted Essence is kickstarted. Everyone, it's there's, pretty good. It's absolutely- good. Uh, it's absolutely going to be a link in the show notes. We're sorry that uh, I th- think we mentioned last episode that we were talking about it. No, 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 because they just released the information about it like the well, next they day. They literally had not released the, the Kickstarter as we were recording the yeah, last yeah, yeah. time we talked about so it. So that wasn't, that's why we didn't really mention anything last uh, session. We may have done it in the patron content. We didn't really know. Yeah. And but well, as expected, it was funded in. Uh, near instantly like a heartbeat and then it's been you know creeping up those stretch goals it's Uh, like over 240 now 340 which pretty impressive 48 right now uh i've already 
I've already partaken of the playtest con, like what they've released of the chapters, because thus far what they've really released is just kind of like a, a the introduction, and then they've had the um the different casts. Yeah, the different uh, like, types. All the different types of exalted with all the different casts, and uh, thus far it looks pretty good. It looks like they've really, really pared it down. Like they've got it down to like. Okay, here's what this type of exalt is. Here are the five, here are the five five ish casts. Here's what each of the casts gets as their little, you know, their little stepping stone of how much juice they've spent. And you know, it's very cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Well, that's um, what it, I like. It it needs that. I mean, exalted is such a, it's so big in its scope as far as like the narrative, like trying to pair that with equally big rules. No, you need you need you need the mechanics to be relatively simple, or else you're going to get bogged down. I mean, like, like it's just, I'm not a fan of third. To step it back just a little bit, just so we can explain what Exalted Essence is, because we may not have actually fully explained it, is Exalted Essence essentially a pared down version of Exalted Third Edition, uh, to be more streamlined, uh, more easier to manage, and the power level of the various Exalt types, if you're familiar with it. Um, is about equal to each other. Rather than having this power disparity between each Exalt type, there is now more equality between them, which means Exalt Essence runs as sort of a mixed bag. You can have a mixed group and everything will be fine. Mechanically. Mechanically, everything will be fine. Like yeah. <clears throat> Your results may vary as terms <laughs> of like running like Abyssals and, you know, I don't know, anybody else, honestly, you know? <laughs> You know the baddies, quote yep. unquote, mm-hmm. hanging out with other, with all the non baddies. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's doing very well. We're getting a lot of content for it. It's busting on stretch goals. There's a lot of cool stretch goals because basically they have the companion PDF that will come with it. That's going to have all the stretch goals in it, and they've already made it to where they're going to have a lot more content. Um, what's really cool if you're familiar with Exalted is normally each Exalt type has their own charms, and so there, that's where the power disparity lie. Uh, in this, everyone has a generally what's called universal charms, so everyone can pull from the same pool. Now, there will be specific charms for each exalt type, but that's a very smaller pool so that you can just more focus on the big generic things, universal yeah, for, things. For anyone who's not like overly familiar, like they will, I'm guessing like the excellencies will just be a very generic, like yes. everyone yeah. functions off the same excellency. That's kind of what excellencies were basically not, I mean, in not, second edition. Yeah, well try it because <laughs> the, the lunar excellencies by comparison to solar excellencies sucked yeah. <laughs> they were not good enough like by comparison the, the power disparity was in everything it was baked right in because of course it was supposed to be like the whole idea was stratas of power and stuff like that but i think at some point they real they realize it's like ah, but like what if we want like I don't know. What if you want to be a dragon blooded and this guy wants to be a solar and this guy wants to be a, and this guy wants to be a lunar and that, you know, it's like, well, that's not a very fun game because for some people. Yep. <laughs> yep. And this makes it much more, everything's more on an even playing field. We don't have the charm uh, document yet. That will be the next time we talk about this, but we are optimistic. And so I'm, I've already backed it. I think all of us have backed it. Yeah. Yep. I backed it to get the book. Yeah. So, uh, from the, so definitely link in the show notes. If you're interested, check it out. Uh, and other news moving right along, singing a song, 
Um, D and D. Yeah, there, there's some weird. Let's start with the weird stuff and then the better stuff. So, I looked more into this whole Drist, the Summer of Drist thing. Okay. I think they're releasing some of this information because I think in Dark Alliance, the video game, we're going to learn some new shit about Drow. Well, that's well, yeah, they're, they're dropping their new uh, their new continuity. Yeah, that's basically what I've looked into is their the Wizards has released information about essentially retconning some of the origins and some of the backstory of Drow to where there's basically three big communities. You've got and they give them new names. You've got uh, oh wow, Udadrow, which are the more classic Drow from basically uh, from Mesobronzen and all the big underdark locations. Uh, those are the all the ones that are part of the cult of Loth are Udadrow or slaves um, in the cult of Loth. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah, slaves yeah. in the cult of Drow. Then they've added two other ones called the Avendrow, which are located under the ice in the north. Of Faroon, uh, they're they reject Loth. They're not a part of the cult, and they have their own. They're also known as Starlight Drow, and then deep to the south, they have the Loren Drow, which are basically Druid Drow. Basically, they live under big canopies of trees, and okay. they're very in tune with nature, like most like stereotypical elves are. So they wanted to give options for if you wanted to be a drab but didn't want to be part of that terrible society. Yep. Correct. Nope, yeah. That works. That sounds good. Awesome. Fine with me. Yeah, they also made something interesting. If you're part of the cult of Loth, like you have weird white tattoos, like spider tattooing. So that like immediately identifies you as part of the cult. It's a thing that Loth puts on their, her her children. Um, so it's more of a, a interesting distinction between them um well when you see a nazi you want to know that's nazi that's true it's fair it's fair um and then the less weird things the things that actually dropped today is we get two new uh books Books. from wizards yes uh the september book will be the uh the the light uh the weird wait (laughs) the weird beyond the witch light or something the wild yeah, beyond called, the witch. Yeah, light. the wild beyond the witch. Yeah, the light. wild beyond the witch light, which is going to be their uh, I don't unknown level range right now, but it's going to be the Fey Wild adventure because they just did Von Richten's. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go in the opposite thing and actually characterize the Fey Wild a little bit, which has not been done in Fifth Edition for seven fucking years. <laughs> Believe me, I looked. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, it's going to be an adventure, but also going to be sort of a guide to. Just the comings and goings of the what what's in the Feywild. Yeah, like the probably going to have a little bit of the fairy courts uh, or uh, the fey courts. If, if the art is to be anything, the adventure slash Feywild has a very evil sort of weird circus vibe because there's literally like an ominous circus with like a clown and <laughs> like a ringmaster. And there's like a little well, gnome with a fairy dragon familiar or something. Well, like that. Uh, it's actually kind of a reference to von Richten's mm-hmm. um, because the carnival yeah. domain mm-hmm. of dread has a lot of has a link to the Feywild. Like, oh, neat! It's so part, it was part of the Feywild that I think got pulled in to the domains of dread because of the person who was became the Dark Lord there. Not one hundred percent sure. Didn't read that part for reasons of being a good player, but. <laughs> So it looks like there's like this group 
of uh, of clowns in the <laughs> fey world so i mean fey, fey tend to be a little you know loose with their their uh, definitions of sanity so they're gonna could say that, that there is a small a little tiny maybe little insane clown posse in there little maybe. insane clown posse it's gonna be a real dark carnival <laughs> real dark carnival i wonder if there, you get there's anything based on juggling uh the juggle men the juggle men <laughs> Wonder if uh, it's going to be a really, 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 really nice hand axe. Yeah, maybe. really nice hand axe. Maybe, maybe like there's some sort of fountain uh, of like of like sweet like nectar. Uh the sweet orange nectar. The sweet orange nectar. They pouring over uh, initiates. Yeah. So there in Ravnica, there's cults. There's a guild called the Cult of Rakdos, and they're all like crazy carnival circus people. And so in the game, I called them the Infernal uh, Clown Posse. Ah, uh, works too. And uh, I, I thought it was. I thought of myself was very clever. Yes. Speaking of, funny. speaking of Magic the Gathering, shitting up Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> uh, the, wow. Yeah, that is segues, baby. The next, uh, the the next uh, book after the Wild Beyond the Witchlight is uh, strict. Is yes, Magic the Gathering's very own Hogwarts setting that, as a set, no one li literally gives a shit about, so I guess they're trying to foist it on us. It's it's uh, very new. The set the set for Magic is very new. Strixhaven is Strixhaven. what it's called. Magic Academy. Yep. Who gives so, a shit? Yeah, it's yeah, it's very interesting. I, if you wanted to play Harry Potter but with D and D, I think this is what you're gonna want to pick. Well. Up. Or you could have like used, or you could have used a, a lot. There's a lot of, there are magical school D and D podcasts that have been running a long time. Uh, there yeah. those exist. You can do it without Magic: The Gathering. Yeah, well, apparently now you can. Because yeah, now you can do it if you really, really wanted to insert yourself into a world whose lore you care nothing about. Uh, because who gives a shit? It's Magic: The Gathering. Um, oh my god! Oh my god! I just had like the best fucking character concept ever. It's literally like some rich wizard from wizard kid from Faerun, mm -hmm. who like they send him they send him to, to the whatever Magic: The Gathering case because like they did something bad, but they're like the spoiled like. <sighs> My dad runs a dealership. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't. I, I like. Why am I in this shithole? My dad's elminster. Oh, God, this this prime material adjacent shithole. <laughs> just uh, like the worst. The full book is called Strixhaven: The Great Game of Chaos. Is basically just a book, a reference book to the setting. So it looks like all the IPs are now just getting flung at each other all over the place. The Forgotten Realms magic set is is obviously coming out during the summer of Drist. Uh, yep. There's lots of forgotten realms cards people are actually kind of interested in it like yep. it's there from the people who play magic that i talked to said the, the cards look interesting yeah i actually want to pick up some commander decks there's some pre-made commander decks and actually play a couple the art looks games. nice as yep. usual the art, art but, looks great but art yeah i could not care less in terms of the D, D supplement i'm gonna unless like i'm gonna miss that one uh, <laughs> like I didn't get the. Uh, there's a couple of there's there's a couple of D and D books I do not own physical copies of. I own most of them, but it's the ones that are other people other settings and like, uh, I just I just don't care. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, I get it. You got wizards have got a lot of IP that they can cross pollinate. 
because some people in magic uh, who are familiar with magic may be interested in D&D and that's how they get in. People in D&D who are like, oh, what is this? I really like Ravnica or I really like one of these magic settings. I'm going to go look at the cards. If you genuinely like are super into like MTG lore and have actually known someone who would be like interested in playing a, a Dungeons and Dragons game in Ravnica or Strixhaven, let us know. I'm interested. Like, are there people who really want to do that? It's never dude. I was a part of that game. They the GM liked the Ravnica setting. I actually understand liking the Ravnica setting a lot more than I understand wanting to play in something like Strixhaven because Strixhaven is like it as a concept is done. It has been done to death. And whereas Ravnica, which has a lots of like weird it is also like lots of different factions, but they're very different in what their scopes and what they do and like their power. Actually, the funny thing about Ravnica is it always felt very Eberron to me. Like Eberron already kind of existed. It was like two people pairing off each other and trying to trying to basically rip off each other without without getting sued. And now they're sort well, of in the same so- milieu. Eberron as a source existed, I believe, a little... When did the first Eberron book come out? Eberron as a campaign setting actually came out about oh about about the same time Ravnica came out as a set because it came out in two thousand four, and I remember because Eberron has like lots of guilds in his techno punk sort of a magic punk term yeah. setting. Interestingly enough, uh, wait yes, uh, Eberron actually came first. That makes sense. Eberron, uh, I, I remember Eberron. That was like the early, very early aughts, right? Well, or, it's 2004 and Ravnica as a set okay. came out in 2005. Yeah. I mean, um, but they have, yeah. yes, same, same idea that there wasn't a very um, faction. Well, the, I mean, I'm sure the guy who wrote the setting because it was a, con- a, a the Eberron as a setting was part of a contest. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, you wrote like a brief basically on the setting. And like, if you won the contest, you wrote the whole, the whole for real thing. Yep. Um, now the fellow who won that contest did not write the um, most recent Eberron book, but he did release another book. He did write another companion. Yep. Uh, which is like a fifth ed, you know, here's my thoughts on modern Eberron. Yep. Uh, but anyway, Yes, it's very. If you like factions, houses, steam, magic, you know, technomancy, magic, punk, everything, yeah, just play an Eberron. Yeah, Eberron works. Ravnica works because that that's a part of Ravnica too. Um, it really depends what what specifics do you like. Now, you can find the one cool thing about Ravnica is you can be an elephant. You can be a Luxodon. Which yep. Yeah, you can be, be, an, be, you be an elephant person. So, guys, do you know what the D six one six system is. I motherfuckers. I looked this <laughs> shit up and I saw that. I'm like, what are they doing? And I looked at the like, okay, well, that's not the pe- that's not the no. I'm not. I'm not trying to disparage the guy who's writing the system, but Matt he, Forbeck is his name. Uh, I'm not in any way, but it's like his pedigree does not sp- speak to me in terms of someone who sh- who's like. So let me get this straight. You're doing the whole a whole new system yourself. And you're going to do it to specific. And the way that the material read, <laughs> there was very little in the way of like, this is a system for making your own superheroes. This is it more read to me as like, 
hey, do you want to pretend to be Spider-Man with D6s? Possible. But what we're, audience, what we're talking about is Marvel is doing their first in-house role-playing game for for their universe. It's called the Multiverse uh, Role-Playing Game. It's basically Marvel's. You can play superheroes in the Marvel Universe. I have Aberrant. Yeah, I know. I've got that book. Like, yeah. I... Why? why well, this is this is the mouse doing what the mouse does. I, I mean, we all know what the mouse is going to do. Yeah. This is what the mouse will do. Mouse like, saw that money I, in the D twenty, uh-huh. and now mouse want tabletop oh. pie. Did someone did someone say imagination and not say Disney? Huh? Well, <laughs> can't have that. Huh? Uh, I for one am looking forward to this. Yes, it is the mouse doing it, but Matt Borbeck has some pedigree. He did Deadlands. He did uh, Brave New World. He's not a stranger to the stuff. It's interesting that they're doing an in-house one because all the previous ones have been obviously not in-house. Mm-hmm. And there is a unique legacy with the Marvel brand as having a Marvel role-playing game. Some people really like the old Marvel role-playing game stuff. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, I just but, I was so like I just kind of threw my hands up at the D six one six thing. That's all I got because it's very silly. I thought it was a little cheeky. That's too that's like come on now. <laughs> that's too cheeky. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be on D sixes. There is a playtest document coming out that you can get your hands on. I'll put a link in the show notes if you're interested. I mean, yeah, take a I'll, look, at I'll it. look at the playtest document. I just want to see. Like yep. I, I, I really want to make this like I really want to make sure that like if you can't make your own superhero if they don't have like a power sets thing to like design your own guy and you're literally just like here are the stats for the hulk it's like i don't care like yeah, I, I i believe i read i read that you will be able to make your own dude that is just not how the press release read like they did not express that very the, well it looks like the playtest argument has character sheets already for the some of your favorite superheroes so if you just want to run the system it's like oh i like spider-man let me run as spider-man right. and see how the game runs as spider-man but it will probably have a system where you can make your own person. It would be pretty notes. wild if they didn't yeah. release. Like, I mean, that, well, that, a system in where it's only pre-gen characters, like all the time forever, is very throwback. Like that's, mm, that would be yeah. a very throwback kind of thing to do. But also the moment you do something like that, where you can't make your own character, somebody on the internet is going to be breaking it apart, telling you yeah, how just- you make it. I'll just field strip your 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 pregens and figure yeah. out like because you had to use some sort of consistent system to do this right. Yeah, uh, it is uh, targeted to be on sale in 2022, so fairly soon. Obviously, if they got a play test doc, that means they've got most of the system ready to go. Oh boy, and you know there's going to be like a live play series or something. Oh yeah. Shit. Oh yeah. There's going to be on mm-hmm. Disney Plus is going to like have a live play series. Oh my god. Oh, that hit me like a ton of bricks. Think about that motherfuckers. <laughs> it's going to be the mouse the mouse has got his his white weird hands. <laughs> weird hands. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a whole like let's play live place subsection of just a 100 groups playing this game because mm-hmm. the mouse wills it so but i but i kind of agree with scott i have i have aberrant i can do that basically and play what i want you've already done that like this yeah. is already a solved problem <laughs> yeah it's already a solved problem you just you're 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 trying to figure out x again which in is a different why, way which, that's why i'm trying to say i'm not trying to like disparage the fellow who's writing this but it's just yeah. like but i know the people who wrote the other one and i know like 
I'm pretty sure they'd already did this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, they already did this. Well, it's going to be official. That's all the fun stuff. So that's why they're going to do it. Um, yeah, they want right. to be. Well, they'll, they're the only ones who gets to say the word Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man's. And so uh, on to other news. This will be more pertinent to Scott is uh, Sabat got officially announced that uh, I know Renegade Games will be producing the official Sabat supplement. However, there's a bit of a snag. Yeah, there is. It's an antagonist only book, and I continue to have mixed and complicated feelings about that. Um, at the end of the day, it's fine. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it's a role-playing game. We'll it's do a role-playing with it. game. It's fine. They'll, they'll, you can use it to play play Sabat if you want to. It's very easy. If you can't, then there, if you can't do it 100%, then there's, I'm pretty sure, the supplement Long Hard Roll out, Road Out of Hell, which is a fan supplement that deals with, like, paths and convictions and how to do that within the confines of V5. I'm sure, like, you can just smash the two together uh, like you're – Slamming your fucking action figures together and it'll work just fine. Um, I, you know, that none of, none of this is worth like the bitching and complaining and the vitriol that, you know, nerds are going to are and do spit out at towards paradox. It's not worth it. I, I think it's kind of dumb. Like I personally think that, well, they're angry at a. First of all, they're angry at something that they have abs. They don't even know the content of yet. Yeah, exactly. Yep. They don't know the content of it. They just know that you're not giving me the exact thing that I want, and so I'm mad about that. Um, it just. It, I, I, just... I I understand the the like. I have not looked into this because of how stupid it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one thing is, when I believe it was Justin Achille who said mm-hmm. this yeah. game the. Vampire V5 is a game about wrestling with become with not becoming a monster mm-hmm. with wrestling with your humanity and is the game. That's the game. If you are a, sub, a member of the Sabbat, you have already failed. Like mm-hmm. that is just, you can't have I've already bypassed that the, game. Like there's the story. You know, that is not the story. You can't tell that story in the Sabbat. Not true. really, because that's not what the Sabbat's for. The Sabbat is for reckless insanity. And in all honesty, like the Sabbat, they've all been killed by the Second Inquisition because yeah. they're idiots. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Like, you, the, the, you could say whatever you want about the masquerade, but it sure does keep the Second Inquisition from easily finding you. That's true. It, it, it turns out. That if you are just living your, your Sabbat dream, they'll find you in ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like somebody's got you on YouTube, and it's done, you're done, son. Yeah, it's really, really hard to be a murder vampire, a psycho murder vampire, with all well, you know, hitting each other with baseball bats without shirts on and stuff. You yeah, know, real Sabbat stuff. I, I, I not we, get caught. <laughs> we talked a lot about this in Patreon content. If you want some more like raw takes that we've had about this already. But like my perspective is I, I understand exactly why they're doing it, because that's like Ryan said, this is not the game that they're bringing to the audience of V5. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe they maybe after all of the controversy, they don't want to publish a book te- giving their players carte blanche to perform acts of the depravity like yeah, maybe like, they're trying to avoid that yeah. considering how much other shit they've stepped in 
you know, this yeah. is a this is a thin veneer of them going. This is not what the game is about. However, we know you, the audience, the players, are going to do whatever the hell you want. All we're doing is putting these few sort of mm. slight thin buffers between <laughs> our content and us, so that we have some plausible deniability. It's not really a hurdle. It's more of a stepping stool. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's like part of me understands that, um, but part of me is like, you know what? I'm a grown up. Yeah, I don't need to be spoken to in the, in that way. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. I, I don't need to be. I don't need that that sort of like tacit permission, um, or, or you know. But it's I mean, not about you. I know it's not about it's me. It's not about and, responsible and, people, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm exactly aware about it, and it annoy. I'm annoyed at the fact that we live in a world where they have to do <laughs> stuff stuff like this. And I'm annoyed. And I'm annoyed in a world where we have speed limits. But here we are, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think of this as them. They got a speed limit on your sabbat. That's it. Fair enough. Because some people can't act right. Yeah, um, I look forward to it. Um, I know oh, yeah, we'll I look cover to I, it. We we're going to cover it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've pre-ordered it. All, it it also, looks fancy. All, all the mechanics are already there. Like, yeah, all the sabat like special wooj. It's all there already for the most. Yeah, part. Yeah, I mean, if, like, if you just want to look at like, you can look at cults of the cults of the blood gods and see how to do that shit. And yeah, the, and, that the and the companion for free mm-hmm. that they you've got all the clans. All you need is a little bit of more fleshing out of what's going on with the Sabbat in the modern night, mm-hmm. which is basically maybe a few other widgets. Well, they've got like their the the retay and like yeah. how the paths work. Like yep. now, everything that they've said about it is interesting. Like yeah. it's all interesting. It's definitely a it's definitely a direction that they've taken the Sabbat. Like they mm-hmm. are they are a substantially different creature than they were in previous editions, which is good. Well, they're mostly dead, right? Yeah, like, they're, they're mostly, mostly they're, gone. Like, a lot of them are dead. Those that remain are sort of the, it's been winnowed down to like the most cunning of beasts. Yeah. Like the, the ones, the ones who can be monsters and yet, and yet avoid immediately getting smacked by the second inquisition. Yeah. Because essentially from what I've gathered, most, it seems logical that most of the still humanity based Sabat members probably have either been killed went over to the middle east or skeda- uh, like left and joined the anarchs yeah like that seems like a, a small percentage of the anarchs have, have been swelled because of former sabat members and only the some of the tried and truest are still sabat loyal and doing sabat things now the interesting thing that i've i've that I think is very interesting. And I think this is, this is definitely geared towards them being antagonists more than being playable Mm -hmm. uh, is the fact that the way that they operate now is that packs are almost exclusively all going to be on one path of enlightenment. Mm. So Um, they're like miniature cults. Yeah. They're like mini cults that like they operate, they, they are, they reinforce each other operating in this alien way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you throw in the Valdry on top of that, and they become like mini terrorist cell psycho cults. Yeah, I can see why they want antagonist only on the book. Like they show up into your city like a bomb. Like yes. they are a they are a they are a knife missile that's coming <laughs> for your wedding. <laughs> yes, knife missile coming from your blood wedding. Yep, yep, yep. And I can understand. Like, and that sounds like the most 
reasonable like given every other thing they've said about how the world functions and like what's been going on that's the only reasonable direction it probably it really could have mm-hmm. gone right so yeah, yeah put put big old antagonist over psycho belly murder cult faction yeah mm-hmm. because you couldn't do what they did in like second and revised which sabat became a very interesting way to play but it was a very different game because mm-hmm. of the power fantasy that you were having with the Sabbat, because you didn't have the restraint of humanity on you. It was a different type of game. It was a different feel. Um, and I see why they've, they've, they're sticking to their guns. As but it hey, were. man, if you yeah. just want to pretend everything's hunky-dory and like, woo, the Sabbat's totally fine and everything. There's n- yeah, you there's can no make your own dissonance. game. There's no narrative dissonance at all in how, we act, how they yeah. act in the modern <laughs> this the problem with the sabbat is they are like 10 percent right <laughs> yeah. they're right about some very important things let's pretend the second inquisition isn't there that's yeah. all that's all if you want to play the sabbat same old same old weird black catholic church thing that they've got going on if you really were hard for that just pretend the second inquisition isn't there and oh, you could, or you could do it with the second inquisition and like like well yeah. maybe, some of our bullshit got called. Uh, how are yeah, we dealing with this? Actually, yeah, make that. that's a really gnarly game. You want a you want a hard mode game? You play mm-hmm. a Sabat game while the second Inquisition is on your ass. Because I promise you, you're 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 gonna have to change over your ways in order to survive. I mean, that would be kind of like a reverse horror movie, uh, yeah. where like your protagonists are the monsters and the things, and like the they only come out during the they, day. Yeah, they come for us at the daytime, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, you better fucking lock up your goddamn haven. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, by which I mean the back of Winnebago because <laughs> hide your brood, hide your knives. Hide your brood, hide they stake in everybody. <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh, good. that's very good. Very, very good. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, and it, it, see, the thing that I would have, like, I get their direction that they're going on. I would have really thought an interesting direction to go on is like, you bring in the Sabbat back in and they're like in a full fledged um, they're full, fully fledged in the, in the middle of a civil war. Yeah. Like there's, there is a, there's like, like the Gehenna war and the second inquisition has caused a lot of them to question things. And you've got these, you've got traditionalists versus people who are like, we really have to change the way we do things if we're going to survive and have any chance of winning the war. Right. Um, The big war. Because it's about the Civil War, Sabbats have Civil Wars all the fucking time. Like, there's been, what, like five of them? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, they were the core anarch movement back in the day. Like, yeah, exactly. that was their, that was their shtick. Like, they were born on, born on strife. If I were to make a playable V5 version of the Sabbat, I would have gone that direction. I'd be mm-hmm. like, the reason why they're not, you know, they're not busting down the Camarilla's doors as like this organized force anymore is that, you know, they're hiding from the second inquisition and they're dealing with internal matters, mm-hmm. um, which can, could lead to some very Ooh. interesting, Ooh. like the land of two popes, maybe, or the land of two regents. Yeah. Land of two popes. Like there, yeah, there might be two regents. Um, uh, and that would be a very interesting dynamic and that, you know, it opens up, it would open up like maybe one of the factions is all like, okay maybe we can talk with the anarchs like maybe now that the anarchs have fully thrown off the camarilla maybe we can talk with them whereas the traditions are like no everyone must be of the sword of cain 
Meanwhile, those guys are getting literally carpet bombed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's we also got to remember and this is something we talked about before is the Sombra have left most of the Sombra have left the Sabat, mm-hmm. which was one of the more traditional organizing forces of the Sabat and the Zamisi, especially with how they are now, is they're much more isolating and not much of a leaders. Things are starting. I can see how the Sabbat is imploding during the Second Inquisition because La Sombra are like, deuces, we're out. We're not doing with this anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, it all makes sense the way they're doing it. It's it just my my the confusing thing about it for me is that they know that there's a huge percentage of their pop of their player base that wants Sabbat, wants playable Sabbat. Because that's their favorite aspect of the game. Like that's yeah. what they've they've been playing for for years and years and years, and it's intriguing to them. It's interesting. It's intriguing to them. to them. Like, and it, it this this feels like they certainly made some decisions, and part of that decisions that they had to make is we are knowingly going to have to throw sand in the face of a large percentage of our of our player base, and that's just that I I'm sure that those meetings were very interesting. I'm I'm sure they all went back and forth about it for not just from a creative standpoint, but probably from a business standpoint. Oh yeah, and like a socio business standpoint. Um, man, being a fly in those emails. Yeah, really. Those Zoom calls. Yeah, those Zoom calls. But regardless, yeah, we're looking forward to it. We'll go over it. I'm sure it will be interesting. It'll be the last book that we kind of need to sort of like fill out almost the entire big picture. Mm-hmm. Of At that point, five? it's just like city book. Yeah, city yeah. book, and and I'm not sure that Adventures, play, player maybe. player's guide, second inquisition book. Yeah, uh, like books that they've been promising us for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's coming out in August, so not too long. Mm. We will know. Oh. We will know the dire truth of the Sabbat before yep. very long. Right before the right before. The uh, I'll be very frank. Now the Anarchs and V five are very inter- more interesting to me than they ever have been. Oh yeah, but I still really like the Sabbat because of how multi layered they are, and because from a like a meta big picture scope, they're kind of right, and they need and that's always interesting to me. Whereas the Camarilla always felt hollow to me because they are just playing politics. That's all mm-hmm. they're doing. That's all they're about. Whereas the Sabbat is. Politics meets religion meets activism meets uh, like cults, occult stuff, which cult is always stuff fun. and like inhuman philosophy. Yeah. 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 No, so, it's, it's all interesting shit. Like it, it, it'll be interesting to see how, where they fit into it and, and what can be used from the book. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you want to play that shit. Yep. Um, any other news guys, news, news, news. Uh, Onyx PathCon is coming up this yes. week. Yes. Uh, if you guys, if the, you, there are plenty of games that still have seats available. If you guys want to play it, there's plenty of panels to watch. Uh, I'm playing in two games. Um, cool. So playing? I'm going to be playing in an Aeon game because I, I need to take any opportunity I have to actually play that motherfucking game. <laughs> uh, and oh, yeah. I'm playing in a Pugmire game. Pugmire, yeah. Because I want to give Pugmire a shot. Yeah, see how it, yeah. how it shakes out. Oh cool. yeah, I'm really excited for Squeaks in the Deep. Oh yeah, yeah Squeaks in the Deep. That's, so uh, that's right around the corner. Yep, right around the corner. Yeah, that, yeah, I would not doubt that that's going to be soon. I'm yeah, very I'm, soon. As a rat dad, as a rat, <laughs> as one rat I would dad. love to play one of my rats. Squeak them, squeak them. Well, that was our that was our little promise to each other that we would eventually play Pugmire once Squeaks in the uh, in the Deep came out, so that we could all play our pets. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, you would in a mixed party. I'd have to pick which of my many multitude of boys I would I would I would play, but I you know I know the general rat ways now. Although <laughs> I would say that I might I might be a descendant of Magawa the 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 landmine rat. <laughs> landmine sniffing rat who just retired. Oh, look up look up pictures of Magawa. He's very cute. It looks like he has a little a little mustache. Yep. Um yep. And he- He's like a five-year-old rat or something he's like that. He's a very old rat. Like, yeah, but he... he's he's been doing work saving lives this whole time because uh rats are too light to trigger landmines. So uh-huh. and he can so he will go sniff them out and he will go be like, there's a landmine here, and then they will go disarm it. Yep, and he's been doing that. Or, or they'll pull him one and then they'll just blow it up. Like they will or yeah, they'll set it off after he comes back. So, oh my god, what a cute guy. I know, isn't he adorable? Nah, yeah, he, a he hero. is now officially <laughs> he's got retired. Metal. He is officially retired. He's a he's a national hero. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I uh, know news, but not rat related. There's always rat news. Uh, rats have little hands. Well, they have adorable hands. little little grabbers. Um, they use them as hands. Yep. They hold food like sandwiches, and it's very cute. Uh, <laughs> they'll sometimes uh, grab your hands and inspect them because they're curious as to why you have too many fingers. Well, you have too many fingers, and they're very big. And they're so big. Also, <laughs> if you have something, they want it. Yes, they do. Well, since we've devolved into rat talk, uh, we're <laughs> going to head on over to patron content. So before we get out of here, though, I want to thank each and every one of our patrons. And there's a reason why for this. Very soon, you will learn about something we're doing. And because our patrons are so awesome and they provide mm-hmm. monthly income, I'm able to buy the materials and the resources I need to make this thing that's about to come about happen. That's going to be so cool. It is going to be very cool, guys. We can't wait. We will tell you soon. But again, become a patron today. You get a lot of content from us, and we appreciate every dollar. Yep. So from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Go roll some dice. Hello, everyone. Matthew here. If you enjoyed the show, you can always contact us at polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com, as well as at polyhedroncast on Twitter. And if you want to get in touch with me, I'm at Divis Melkav on Twitter. And I'm at Arjuus, R-J-U-O-U-S on Twitter. And if you really want to show your support and get some extra content on the side, head on over to patreon.com slash polyhedron.